you pick up a little bit of information. Um, mm-hmm. And first, you hear information that uh, Visser 1 was recovered from the Quebec base um, and Ooh, was taken yes. back to the blade ship. Um, you hear... Uh, you hear a little bit about, um, you know, they're looking for a missing transport ship that the Andalite bandits stole. Um, and, uh, that the Quebec base, uh, basically has been liquidated. <laughs> um, Cal oh, laughs to themselves alone in the place scanner room. <laughs> um, God bless. Uh, it both, uh, metaphorically and literally, um, mm-hmm. uh, they, they've scrapped the whole thing. Um, you don't, it doesn't sound like they've scrapped the project. It sounds like they were maybe able to, um, recover just a little bit of data from the computer. Um, enough that they can work on kind of regenerating the cell line while they ship another Arn from the Hork-Bajir homeworld. Um, so, basically, they're they're not at square zero, they're at square one. Gotcha. Um, the other thing that you hear, uh, and I think this is a few weeks into this, this downtime, Okay. Um, is you hear two things in quick succession. First, you hear an alarm go out to all ships in the area that an Andalite ship has entered uh, uh, real space above Earth. Oh, yeah. The second that happens, I, like, hit the record function I have set up and yeah. pull one headphone off. It's like... Anyone within listening distance of me should get their asses in here right the fuck now. And, like, put it on loudspeaker. Because, Kelda, I I don't want to be the only person hearing this. Mm -hmm. I don't know Uh, who else is there. The downside to this is that it doesn't sound like a fleet. It sounds like a ship. Uh, The other thing that happens immediately after that... um, is you hear some tense back and forth of, like, ships communicating to each other as they maneuver around. Um, and then you hear uh, a lot of panicked reports about the blade ship, that the blade ship has, has suffered heavy damage, um, uh, that the Andalite ship was destroyed... Um, and the Visser appears to be safe, but, uh, they lost, like, one wing of the blade ship in the process. Um. I feel like that's not that bad, seeing they're in space, they don't really need wings. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, remember, those wings were hangers, essentially. Mm-hmm. So they're down resources. They're down resources. Um, and uh, I think I put an engine in one of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you 
it's not a very long sequence of events. Like, it feels like this all happens within the span of, like, 10 minutes. Damn. Um, it all it all Felt happens like it was quickly. at least like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but I'm, uh, yeah, 10, 15 minutes maybe. But the the time between uh, Andalite enters space and Blade Ship gets uh, fucked up is not a super long amount of time. But you get that information. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, who's up next? Uh, I can go really fast. Okay. Because I'm just going to train. Okay. Uh, Keep poking away at that morph thing. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're still trying to see if you can uh, control the changes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you training for both of your actions or just one? I haven't decided yet, so I'm just going to do one for now. Okay, that sounds good. And worse comes, we'll come back around, I'll do another one. Okay. All right. So, who wants to do a downtime action next? I'm just going to train twice. Okay. Oh, I haven't done any downtime actions. Correct. I should probably do that. Probs. How much stress does Benny have right now, Richard? Four. You do remember about the you will take stress if you don't indulge your vice because you have trauma, right? Okay, so I have five. (laughs) (sighs) Cool, cool. I'm not going to relieve stress on a four. I overindulge every time I do that. (laughs) You're valid. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Look what happened last time somebody fucking overindulged. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, are we back? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I probably need to do some downtime actions. Let's let's probably let, let's yes. get some shit done. Some actions that aren't just attacking Jade. Um. All right. You do probably need to indulge your vice, right? Aren't you at like one checkbox to go? And if you don't indulge your vice, you will stress out. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, we've got rep to spend. So you have one more rep to spend. Mm, interesting. All right. So first thing I'm going to do is uh, was I working on this gain knowledge on Visser One Clock? Didn't I have a clock? I think that was Ariel. Oh, I finished my clock, didn't I? Yes. Um, Ariel, do we know you're working on this clock? I don't... Mm, I don't think I'm hiding it. Do you want help working on your clock? Um, Mac does. Ariel's not paying attention to it right now. Okay. So that's your choice whether or not you want to do that or not. <laughs> but it's like, oh, what are these files? Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, it might it might be like something that you're doing on your own even. Uh, and it just happens to coincide with stuff that 
Ariel's already okay. done. Well, I'm going to do that then because I also have that big swath of information that I put in my put on my back door into the into the Yerk network. Yes, correct. So I'm going to assume I'm going to say it's like it's picking through that, breaking the encryption on whatever files there are doing doing all of that jazz. Mm-hmm. Does that apply to this? Yeah. Okay. Um, sweet. Uh, I also fill an extra tick on the clock because I'm hacking, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, I fill that nice. clock. You do, in fact, fill that clock. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. So. You're welcome. What kind of- What kind of information specifically are you looking for? I am looking for Visser 1's plan. He's got something in mind. He's doing a lot of moving and shaking that wasn't just, seems to have higher ambitions than what Visser 3 was doing. And I wanted to know what those ambitions are. Okay. I love that we had completely opposite because I think, yeah, we all had completely opposite intentions of what that clock was. I don't dislike this. Okay. To be fair, I'm very, I'm very happy. What did you that it has what, completely I mean, shifted? Focus. I finished the clock. Also, what information do you want? It was your clock. No, um, I mean, honestly, information about Visser One's plan is good. The intention of the the. The intention of the project was to figure out, like, his movements so that we could try and get the yerk out of his head. Mm. But figuring out the plan is good. I mean, I don't see why those are... I I, I can see how those two things could fit together, if that's okay, Danielle. I think they do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the information that you get is this. Visser 1 is the yerk that... Uh, determined that Earth would be a good place to invade. Uh, He is the one who uh, determined that humans were good to infest. He was the one who started the sharing uh, in order to try to get humans uh, relatively voluntarily Um. You learn that he and Visser Three um, were are also, but Visser Three has much less power to do anything about it now. Um, <clears throat> but were diametrically opposed in that Visser Three desperately wanted this to be open war, to just basically raise the earth and take all the humans. If we lose some, it doesn't fucking matter. There are 7 billion of them on this planet. Um, there, but since Visser 3 now has been demoted and Visser 1 is in charge, um, Visser 1 has uh, doubled down on his um, has doubled down on his secret invasion tactics. 
his plan is to is two or threefold, honestly. First, to infest as many high-profile human targets as possible and as feasible. Um, because the more higher-ups you can get, uh, the, the more you can influence how the humans are reacting to things. Uh, this is part of why Visser 1 started the invasion in Boston, is because a whole lot of uh, future movers and shakers come through Harvard and MIT and places like that. Um, number two, uh, Visser 1 is uh, wants to turn Earth into their new base. Uh, because the Hork-Bajir homeworld uh, is it like belongs to them um they they have taken it fully um but it is still pretty contested um by the andalites like the andalites are not waging open war there anymore they kind of cut their losses and ran mm -hmm. uh but they continue to like blockade the area and make it difficult right so Visser 1 wants to make a base of operations here on Earth, and it should be pretty easy because the humans can't really fight back. Um, uh, the third part of his plan is to keep the Andalites occupied on Lyra. Uh which is a planet that you haven't heard of, um, but you'll pull up when you pull up information on it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, if you if you're with Kel at any point in this, Kel would recognize the yellow frog thing. Um, the Visser Visser one wants to distract the Andalites on Lyra long enough that the Yerks can gain a significant foothold on Earth. Um, and basically take over the Earth before the Andalites make it here. Uh, because they know that if the Andalites get to Earth, they're going to... Uh, if, if the Andalites get to Earth and the Yerks have uh, any kind of foothold at all, they'll sooner burn the earth out of the sky than let the Yerks have 7 billion hosts. Okay. Fun. Sick. That's war, baby. The Andalites suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. Which isn't to say the Yerks don't. The Yerks also very much suck. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but, uh, um, those allegories, baby. Mm -hmm. So we know that there was some kind of Andalite attack on the blade ship though now, right? Too? Uh, presumably, uh, Kel did, uh, broadcast it to the whole boat. So, <laughs> okay. 
well, I know what. There's no help coming. <laughs> and the help that's coming sucks ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Correct, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, uh, as far as vis- mm-hmm. like what physically Visser One is doing himself, mm-hmm. uh, it's mostly like overseeing projects and um, he's a better boss than Visser 3 because Visser 3 has the penchant of just killing his subordinates when they displease him, mm-hmm. uh, which is in general bad for business. Yeah, it's not great for um, morale. <laughs> uh, and so Visser 1 has been working on kind of repairing those relationships. Um while also making it well known that like he's head bitch in charge. Right. Right. Um so <laughs> he's been visiting a couple of the different uh like uh bases like the York Pool in Boston and the Quebec base um and like the pool ship and the blade ship and stuff like that. He's been kind of traveling between all of these places to make his appearance uh known. Okay. All right. Well, I. All right. Well, we need to figure out how to take down the blade ship. So I'm going to start by. At some point, I need to figure out how to uh, get. Uh, like, feel like if I have. Like, a structural plan of the blade ship, it'll be easier to find the weak point. Didn't you already get that? I feel like I gave you that already. Do I have that already? I've hacked so many things, Danielle. I'm losing track. <laughs> I could have sworn. I thought you had already. I could have sworn you had plans to the blade ship. I don't have a clock on here. Maybe I deleted it for some reason. But I mean, there's a lot of clocks down here. Many of them say Dante doing some bullshit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so maybe we did. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I have that already then. We'll just say I have that already then. Now I need mm-hmm. to figure out. I'm going to start figuring out the best way to take the blade ship out of the air. Like start formulating okay. a plan, like figuring out where its weak points are. Um, okay. But I have nine stress. I actually theoretically should already be. St- well, actually, I can take one more stress. Just no, you'll stress. You I won't. I have Doesn't an extra stress box. Should. No, the nine is the extra. Oh. Oh, I didn't realize my character sheet had been modified. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, well. Well, I've got all this stress. Oh, no, you're at eight. Yeah. Three, four, five, six. I have ten boxes. Okay, I have ten yeah. ticks. I can take one yes, more. Yes, you do. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you Sweet. can. Sweet. I thought I you were at nine for some reason. Just um. because you can doesn't mean you should. Uh, last time, so you can't overindulge. <laughs> I know I can't, but Dante is obsessed, oh. and while he's not going to put Kel like the mission above like helping his friends or Kel, uh, he will put it above himself because he's not very good at taking care of himself. We knew this. <laughs> so I'm well, starting I a new clock, live- baby. Oh my god, you fuckhead. This doesn't surprise me. (laughs) So you specifically want, you want to know how to destroy the blade. Yeah. 
I feel like this is more tinker than it is hacking. I think so, yes. Um, uh, Let's... Let's make it a six-step clock. Okay. Um, Because there's there's the opportunity for me to immediately uh, fill up a four-step clock. (laughs) Yeah. That and... and, um, Eight seems a little long because, like, essentially it's going to be. Well, this is also clock, like, three in this process, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh... See, guys, you can do so many clocks if you just stop taking care of your character. <laughs> you get so many actions. I see. Uh... <laughs> 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 yeah. So so uh Yeah. So you're looking for a way to destroy the blade ship that isn't just shoot it. Well, we don't have the firepower to just shoot it out of the air. Right. So I need to figure out like okay, what's a structural point that I can apply some kind of force multiplier to and take this thing out of the air. Because I feel like if we take the blade ship out of the air, whatever's left left behind there, that's going to, we are putting the nail in this proverbial coffin. Also, there's no way that they can keep up that bullshit, uh, their bullshit faint, if they lose their main invasion force. Um... So the Yurk home, like the Yurk home base will have to pull resources to here or abandon here. The idea is like, we're never going to beat them in open warfare. We can't do it. There's not enough of us. We don't have the resources, but God damn it. Can we make it more expensive than it's fucking worth? Mm-hmm. Uh, they do still have the pool ship. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. the blade ship is like the lead destroyer, right? It's like a flagship, isn't it? Right. I, in my head, it's, like a, my, it's basically yeah. like a star, like star destroyer-esque. Yes. It's real big and it's real powerful. Yes. The, the pool ship is your aircraft carrier. Yeah. Um, uh, the... And the the blade ship is also, from what we understand, very unique in the Yurk Navy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So big hit, take out either their big weapon, so they'll have to pull resources, which will free up resources from the Andalites and pull the attention to here because there's no way they could hide moving troops over to here. Um, again, now that the Andalites know that they're, you know, shit's going on or they might abandon ship. Mm-hmm. Seems less likely, but uh, also, yeah. if we can take out the blade ship, I feel like I can take out that pool ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so okay, yeah, cool. Tinker two fives, so close Five. to being dope as fuck. Uh, so uh, that's three <clears throat> kicks. That don't you only get the extra tick if you're working with hack? Nope, it says hack or tinker. I believe. Cool. Three ticks. I'm, let me double check because I could be wrong. It's trial and error. It's both. Yep, it is okay. both. Um, cool. Uh, 
the yeah so you get three ticks um oh i need to take another i have to i still need to take an ability from leveling up last time mm. uh so the i think the first piece of information that you get for half filling this clock Mm -hmm. is that the weakest point of the ship is the people on it oh the Uh, the weakest point of a mech is yeah danielle Uh uh-huh um (laughs) i couldn't i I couldn't not Mm -hmm. um you're not wrong that's the thing um uh, especially with the knowledge that one of the wings has been compromised by this event with the Andalite ship that came through. Um, they're, they're having to spend quite a few resources to, to rebuild that already. Um, and the if you can take the bridge, then you can control what's happening on the ship, if that makes sense. Okay. So, I mean, so ob- obviously, if you take the bridge, you have physical control of the ship, but you also have control of the ship. Um, the You don't necessarily have to clean the entire ship out of, out of Yerks in order to take control, um, is what I'm saying. Um, uh, so right now, your your best answer is that taking the bridge is the best way to attack. Um, and I think when you fill the clock, you might get uh, more structural information for once you have the ship, how to destroy okay, it. Okay, sick. Okay. Okay, well, that's me. Okay. So that was both of Dante's actions. Uh, Adrian, you said you had a scene thing. Clocks on clocks on clocks on clocks. Yes. Um, I wanted to give Gavin a call. Uh-huh. Yep. I remember who Gavin is. Uh, Gavin's the York Peace uh, Movement person, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's he's the person who tipped us off to the Quebec base in general. Yeah, yeah, it took um, me a hot minute, but I got it. <laughs> um, and uh, I just want to, you know, ask him if he's heard anything interesting. Make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he will congratulate you on your mission um obviously the news has spread pretty quickly because yurks are terrible gossips um, (laughs) of kind of what happened um so even if uh kind of more official yurk reports are downplaying the mess that it was because they are, because they don't want to look incompetent. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the people who were there have gossiped 
and so Gavin uh, will uh, congratulate you on like work well done um, mm-hmm. and say that he's okay. Uh, he his cover is still fine, um, and uh, he. He'll uh, tell you about the Andalite ship thing, because I don't think he knows that you can find stuff out about that. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to keep it that way. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, But he'll he'll tell you about that, um, and it will all be familiar to you because it's essentially what you heard from Kel. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's... it's, Sorry, go ahead. uh, It's good to know that his information matches. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to tell him it at the first whiff of trouble, we have a way to get people out and mm-hmm. not to, not to take too many risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he will That's thank you. That's dangerous information to give. Mm. Uh, he'll thank you for that. Um, and uh, I think I don't think he has much else to, to say um, unless there's something specific you want to ask him. No, uh, that was that was pretty much it. But I do think uh, I do think I'll go back to um, I think it'll just be Cal. Mm-hmm. Uh just to let them know that uh, I've been able to corroborate some stuff with my source. Mm-hmm. How does Kel okay. react to that? I think they squint a little bit up at Adrian and just like, I wasn't worried about corroborating we sort of listened live. I do appreciate you corroborating your source as legit, though. I just... I know we weren't worried about corroboration because we got it from the horse's mouth, but it's good to know that it's still... It's more than just one source saying these things. Sure. Thanks for telling me. I think Adrian is just like... He's apologetic. But he's he's just like... Thanks for... Not... Going off on me... Over this. I just... The fewer people who know about my source, the better. But I just want to prove that they're trustworthy. Sure, I understand. I still don't especially like it, but I can understand your reasoning. Yeah. How are you doing? I mean... You, you know how it is, and he just kind of, like, gestures at everything. <laughs> uh, and he says, 
I mean, we're we're making a difference, and that helps. What about you? This silence is in character as well as me, Jade, scrabbling to think about how Kel responds. Mm -hmm. Let me get back to you on that. Uh, I'd like to trigger my move friend or therapist uh, mm -hmm. because Adrian's gonna be like you've got to remember to take care of yourself because we're the only we're the only things right now standing between them and the rest of the world and if we can't do what we need to do just just don't break yourself on this because we need you kel looks at him and it's not pity pity is the wrong word just sort of like it's sort of a oh you sweet summer child and just like <laughs> casually dislocates their shoulder in front of him and clicks it back in it's like i've been broken a while adrian and i've been looking after myself since i was 18 years old My default functional is so much worse than a lot of folks, okay? That's... It's not what I meant. I mean... I mean, if we don't take a little bit of time to remember why we're doing this... To, to recharge and not live on energy drinks. So you're talking to the wrong person in that relationship. Yeah, but, you know, he's just making a point. Dante won't listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> Dante's yeah, in the basement gaining stress point. on downtime right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But he's just like, you know, not living on energy drinks. We need... We need to be able to be ourselves for just a minute so we can keep going. This isn't about... I'm sorry that I made it sound like it was about your condition. Because it's not about that. It's about keeping a hold of yourself, you know? I appreciate the way you look out for everyone, Adrian. You're a good friend. If I don't try to look out for you people, it's clear you're not going to look out for yourself. Adrian, I swear, you take, like, one step forward and two honking steps right back <laughs> where you came from. You got to learn when to stop talking, my friend. Because you're going to step back into that hole you just so 
you climbed out of the hole and then you just fell right back in there. Your heart's in the right place. Maybe see if you can get your mouth in the same one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just worried. Yeah, no shit, we all are. But they sort of like do a little half smile as they say it, like solidarity in that moment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Adrian's heartfelt advice is <laughs> uh, like not stressing out. And so if you take <laughs> actions to not stress out, we both clear one stress. Oh, I hate to break it to you, buddy. <laughs> I know. I know. I, yeah, you're great. You're great. <laughs> uh, sorry in advance. You ain't going to be clearing that stress point, my friend. I know. I know. But Adrian <laughs> has to try. Yeah. He's a good. He's he's the Sisyphus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we are the boulder. I get you. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah. To, to that end, I will. Uh, I would like to try and get rid of this fucking level one harm. Okay. This mental harm. Mm -hmm. um, uh, which is unsettled. And I'm trying to think what... I think this probably happened earlier, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe it was <clears throat> just... Maybe they went and saw their, fuck, their fucking osteopath... <laughs> And just sort of like got re-centered in themselves, mm -hmm. and just sort of like got out of their head a bit because it's really hard to think when your bones are being crunched around <laughs> by somebody that knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's that in a way they are taking Adrian's advice in that they are take, trying to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I uh, I would argue for that because it is a mental harm that you're reducing mm -hmm. yeah so if you want you both can clear stress yay no because I have a thing planned narratively speaking but I don't want to deny Adrian the chance to <laughs> do that okay. look, this doesn't feel stress relieving doing this mm -hmm. yeah but it's, it's <laughs> taking care of yourself yeah. But he specifically specified that I'm not talking about your physical stuff. I'm talking about remind of being true to yourself. I'm just yeah. being a shit. I'm being a shit as well. <laughs> Let's be clear. Uh, okay. What would you like me to roll? Or can I just clear that now it's a level one? Because it's a level one, you can just clear it. Oh, thank fuck for that. Goodbye, reduced effect. <laughs> <clears throat> You've been there for fucking ages. <sighs> Marvelous. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's Kel's other thing. Ariel, what are you doing for your other action? Well, I'll train again. <laughs> okay. I was, I was toying with whether or not I was going to work on that clock. Mm-hmm. And then Dante <laughs> finished it for me. So that's fine. It works out. Yeah. I mean, you can get back at him if you want and fill his clock. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just 
What if I... That's actually... I was thinking about that, too. I was like, what if I just worked on the Destroy the Blade Chip Clock? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about... I don't know what to do with it, though. I know. I feel like as, like, like with the MMA and the kickboxing, like, Ariel understands weaknesses and stuff like that. She's, like, very savvy in that way. So... Mm. Yeah, I also understand physics. Exactly. She's a smart cookie. I'm, I'm, I'm smart. I'm smart. It's like one of those things. I think it's one of those things where like no one has seen Ariel come out of their room for like a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like pass by Dante, and just like lean over, lean <laughs> over his shoulder. Um, I need to think of something suitably. I think I think what it is is they just kind of like lean over his shoulder, kind of go. That's a major structural weakness, just like, mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And Dante's like, "What?" And Ariel's like, "I've seen Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a survey. Because you're kind of taking a bigger picture look. Yeah. Oh, that's neat, because I've got two of those. Uh Uh-huh. I was thinking that when I said survey instead of study. Aw, you're so thoughtful. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Two ones. Oh, well, the good news is you can't fail on this. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just funny. Yes, uh, but you do you do take one thing. So I think it I think it literally is just that where you kind of like walk by and look over his shoulder, um, and you say to them like, "Yeah, that right there uh, looks kind of not built well or whatever, you know, structural weakness, yep. yada yada." And I think yes. it's just because Dante <laughs> like- has been so in the weeds. Yeah. That they just have no idea. <laughs> they didn't see it. Um, yeah. And as soon as you... It's just like, it's like a weird, like, major oversight on this part of the architect. And, like, we know far in the future of Star Wars that, like, the 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 weakness of the Death Star was deliberate. Mm-hmm. And that's not what's happening here. But that's what it feels like. It's like, who designed this ship? <laughs> yeah. Um... I think it has to do with uh, the fact that... So remember, it's shaped like a battle axe. Yes. Um, and the, the quote-unquote wings are the uh, like blades, essentially, of a battle axe. Yes. And so it's got that long, narrow bridge. Yeah. Which is cool, except that it means that you could theoretically disconnect the bridge from the rest of the ship without having to do too much damage because just smaller area to destroy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do also love the idea, this is the first thing that Ariel said to anyone in days. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they just leave again. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so, I think that's everybody's actions, unless anybody wants to do any additional actions. You have one rep to spend. Oh, 
Okay. I am also going to mark two stress because I have two traumas. <laughs> you have three traumas. Oh no, you don't take I one have immediately traumas, after. But you don't yes. mark three the yep. first time. I keep forgetting <clears throat> that. Um, I remember this. Mm-hmm. It'll be next time if I don't. Right. Uh, uh, mark stress. Yes. Um. Okay. So who goes? With the hork on their field trip. Benny absolutely goes. <laughs> I think I'll go. Nice. Yeah, I won't be. Say again? Uh, I won't be. Okay. Ariel's not going to. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I don't think Dante would either. Mm-hmm. Nature hates how, Dante too. I was gonna say how disappointed Brian sounds about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, oh, my character wouldn't. Fuck. Ariel wants to. She's just like too scared of putting them all in danger. Mm-hmm. So she will be like, no, mm-hmm. I can't. So uh you take a bit of a road trip. Uh, Benny, Adrian, Grajet, and Kala uh, take a bit of a road trip to uh, one of the larger national parks nearby. Um, because the larger it is, the more, well, the easier it is to kind of lose yourself in the wilderness a bit. Um, and I think that... Uh, you get out onto whatever the trail is um, and walk quite a ways until um, you're pretty sure that there isn't anyone around. Um, and Gra and Jet, who were probably morphed human and carrying Kala, at, like bundled up in a blanket or something, um, demorph um, and... Uh, wake Kala up from where she had fallen asleep during the. We're not going to give the. Uh, we're not going to give the baby the morphing ability. <laughs> uh, you certainly can. Um, I don't know if I'd suggest it right now. <laughs> Maybe let her get used to the body she's got a bit first. <laughs> yes. Um, and she's small enough that she's easy easy enough to hide at this point. Um. Uh, and so they demorph, and still, it's been a few weeks, you still have not seen, uh, like, them put Kala down once. Um, uh, and you haven't seen, uh, Gra and Jet, uh, among trees uh since you've met them uh, you kind of sort of saw gra among trees but he wasn't in the trees because he was just kind of hiding out in a park and meeting with you um but watching them climb into the trees reminds you of uh watching uh like gorillas at the zoo climb things where it just seems so natural 
and you see them using their blades to kind of dig into the bark and help them climb um, and uh, like scraping off pieces of bark to feed to Kala or to each other. Um, and once they get up in the tree, kind of, they kind of, uh, balance themselves in the crook of one of the branches. Um, and they finally set Kala down onto the branch. Uh, and she kind of grabs onto it reflexively. Um, and they teach her how to climb. Uh, she catches on very quickly. Um, and before long, they're all just swinging through the trees, uh, kind of whooping and laughing and having fun. Um, and I think they invite Adrian and Benny to, to join them, um, either morphed or not 